Welcome to Living Stones, your daily devo with Pastor Alex. God's perspective. What do you have? John 6:11 says this. And Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to his disciples, and the disciples to those sitting down, and likewise of the fish, as much as they wanted. Andrew, carrying some human doubt, reported his find. Jesus responded with a clear command, make the people sit down. Andrew must be feeling excited at this point, and there must be some anticipation in the air. The people must be anticipating something special, either another dramatic miracle at the hand of the miracle worker they had come to see, or at least something to eat. After all, they were asked to be seated. There is no indication in this story that the people were aware that Jesus and his disciples did not have enough money to feed them. Nor is there any indication that they were aware that the miracle worker they had come to see was actually going to perform a miracle. As for the disciples, they must have been excited with anticipation because as John said early in John 2.2, they were at the wedding in Cana. It says, now both Jesus and his disciples were invited to the wedding. So they knew that something was coming down. They were also there when the nobleman from Capernaum's son was healed, and when the man at the pool of Bethesda was healed. So by now, they know when to expect the unexpected. Jesus, on the other hand, is not really taken by all their excitement or anticipation. He was focused on them learning about him and his father and learning the principles and practices of faith that he was teaching them. God has demonstrated that he will start with what we have. He said to Moses in the wilderness, after Moses was complaining that he was not adequate to the task, what's that you have in your hand? God was going to start with the rod to get Moses ready for the mass exodus of his people from Egypt. The widow in Zarephath was down to only a handful of flour in a bin and a little oil in a jar in 1 Kings 17-12 enough for a last meal for herself and son before they died. The other widow, herself in a desperate situation, gets a similar question in 2 Kings 4.2. Elijah asks her, How can I help you? Tell me, what do you have in your house? Your servant has nothing there at all, she said, except a little oil. And then there was Andrew, feeling silly with a little boy's lunch. When we were in dire straits, we have to know and to remember that God, who made the world out of nothing, has the capacity to meet our need out of something. When we assess what we have, it must not to be to faint or to lose heart, it must be to take it to God, line it up against the problem and wait for God's perspective. God is always up to something for us. Give what you have left to God and listen to His voice. Listen to hear him say, throw it on the ground, like he said to Moses. Or don't be afraid, go home and do as you have said, but first make something for me, as the prophet said to the widow of Zarephath. Or, shut the door behind you and your sons and pour, like he said to the desperate widow. Or make the men sit down, as he said no to Andrew in this story on which we've been meditating. When we give what we have to God, our God takes it, blesses it, and makes it adequate to our needs. From our perspective, the things don't add up, but from God's perspective, a blessing of a little accomplishes much. Let's take stock of our resources again, and when we are done, let's seek God's blessing. 
Be careful not to go to God before taking inventory because he's likely to ask you, what do you have? Or what do you have left? Let us pray today that we would learn to go to God and ask him to do much with our little. For more daily devotionals from Pastor Alex, visit livingstones.gy or talexgraham.blog. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. You may visit Livingstones on Sundays at 8, 1046 Aubrey Barker Road, South Rhymeville Park, two buildings after the exit. Hey, my name is Colin.